Hey listeners, welcome back. It is uh, episode three of what it's like with Tasha Blake. Yes, it is basically Halloween weekend and I have not posted any kind of new episodes or updates since May. Um, I just want to say it's been kind of a roller coaster the last six months of life and I'm sure you all have been going through your own stuff. Um, so I apologize for being a little absent and uh, not really following through with my intention here, but I think something that I always take away from people who are really into broadcasting and sort of just putting themselves out there is that you really cannot force it. If it feels right and it's organic, then you just go with it. And so that's what I'm doing. I, uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, disclosure, I mean, I've ne- or disclaimer, I guess, I've never actually been diagnosed with any kind of uh, anxiety or mental illness, anything like related that way, but I have been having intense anxiety for the last, I don't know, couple of days to a week and uh, not really sure how to work with that. And I just woke up this morning feeling super like high and low and I was like, you know what? It's the first time I've kind of just felt really inspired to record something and not have it scripted and there's so there's some things I want to touch on based on what I have learned in the last six months um, about myself and of course that has always been through my interactions with people close to me, new people, um, old friends, family, like what have you. So I kind of just wanted to open up the floor and like let's just really, <laughs> let's get to it. So as you can tell by the title of this episode, I want to talk about what it's like to be your authentic self because I think that that's something that we're all working towards in this lifetime, whether or not we ever end up reaching that goal, well, it's to be decided or determined, I guess, but uh, let's just say you are the one who's got to do the work. Uh, you have to be willing, you have to be open, uh, you have to be uh, you know, receptive to people around you. And as ironic as it is to be sort of figuring out who you are, and what makes you happy in life and what gives you just that feeling that you just really can't describe or put your finger on, we end up finding that out through the interactions and relationships that we have with other people around us. So uh, similar to math and integers, a lot of negative things end up forming this positive idea and perception of who we are to others, ourself, and then our authentic self. And I'm going to be honest here and basically say that as well, I feel, like I feel like I'm on my way to getting there. I have yet to reach that level of awareness and contentment. So it's a journey. Um, but if any of you listening are, and I hope you are listening because this is something that speaks to you, are on that you know, road or highway, like I am here for you. I support you. It's something that is so worth it. So I commend you. Um, But yeah, as I was saying, sort of similar to math and integers, these negative things that we end up sort of filtering and turning into positives, um, like the things that I've been feeling over the last little while have been self-doubt, self-loathing, self-destruction, feeling on the verge of just kind of collapsing within yourself and and also self-sabotage. So for people who have been really close to me or involved in my life in the last six months, I would say these sort of things that I feel about myself, 
which I've never really been that aware of. I just wanted to say thank you for showing me the way and helping me to realize that it's really a big problem. Uh, As much as we like to pretend and portray that we are these people and social media really helps that, we paint a picture of ourselves and we want others to consume that and support us in, you know, what we believe is the best version of ourselves. It isn't real. There is a lot of uh, flaws that we can just hide and mask and we don't have to show to anybody. (laughs) So in a way, we are selling... um, this idea of ourselves to others, but it's really, it's not, it's not real. (laughs) And it sucks because we all, we all participate in that. We all partake in it. Uh, We like consuming that kind of culture ourselves, right? But it actually does end up creating a lot of issues within ourselves, where we compare what we have and who we are. Yes, that's a huge part of Western culture because we just never can have enough. We're never satisfied. We have this sort of feeling of emptiness and uh, this is something that I relate to a lot discussing with a really good friend of mine from years ago um, because he feels the same way and he totally gets that. It's like you accomplish a goal and then and then what? You don't really feel good about it. Maybe it's not celebrated. Um, maybe you were just searching for that feeling, you know, because you just really, really were looking for that. And then it just never ends up coming to you. And it's, it's really frustrating because it just feels like you can never stop. Nothing is going to give you that fulfillment or that happiness that you're so longing to have because you're searching for it in an exterior fashion. And if you really, 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 uh, you know, we're open to that and and doing the work on yourself, I think it would really come from the inside. Like, mind you, that's very much easier said than done, but let's just say it like it is. (laughs) So, um, yeah, the last six months, I I know for myself, I I think I kind of hit a pretty low point, um, back in the spring, uh, you know, I, I've always been pretty in control of my life and guiding it where I think that it should be, whether that be, you know, societal expectation, gender norms, you know, all of those things. I actually saw this post this morning, which really spoke to me. I think it was Emma Watson talking about, you know, turning 30 years old. And we don't think that we're going to have those feelings because 30 is not very old, but there is this expectation to, you know, have your career established, be financially, you know, sound, have success in some way. If you're not married, then, you know, you have to have, uh, you have to be really good looking. You have to, you know, be perfect and you have to be looking for that because you can't be alone. You don't have a kid. Oh my gosh. Like it's the end of the world. It feels like, and that really, really puts a lot of doubt on yourself because we all really, really want to have those things. Right. But we may not actually feel what we expect to if we're presenting if we're presented with those things, uh, to have the choice or the options. So I know, um, in the last several years, uh, you know, I I was working super hard to get my life to a place where I was proud and happy because I feel like no matter how many times you get a promotion or how much money you save or, you know, how many likes you get on this or how much content you're producing here, you know, whatever, it just never feels like enough. (laughs) We end up being super greedy because 
when we do get those things or, you know, hit those goals or accomplishments, the kind of um, positive feelings are very short-lived. They don't last. Uh, and I think we get addicted to chasing that kind of feeling. Um, so anyways, I, I was, you know, working towards these goals and, you know, people who were close to me at the time sort of said and, and confronted me and said, hey, you know, when you get to this next stage, are you going to be happy? And I, I took it really offensively, honestly, because I was like, what's wrong with working towards these goals? What's wrong with pushing yourself and, you know, looking for change and not ever being content with what you have? But it was, you know, this unhappiness and this uncertainty and this self-sabotage that continued in relationships throughout my life. Um, and it was never making the other person in the relationship happy. <laughs> and I just ignored that because I, I didn't think that that was, you know, fair or whatnot. But I will say, um, you know, getting to a low point in your health and whether that's mental, physical and emotional really can kind of like turn things around. Um, feeling like you have had all this control over the things that have happened uh, for your adult life and then, you know, kind of <laughs> swallowing that ego and looking at it and saying, you know what, I, I really haven't had control over that much. <laughs> and with the amount of control that you've had, has it actually made you feel happy or how you thought that you would, you know? Um so anyways, uh, there are a lot of things that I have uh, that I've learned and in the last six months, you know, losing some really, really close people in my life, uh, those relationships ending, uh, evolving or changing has really kind of made me feel alone, um, but not in a depressing or negative way, I guess. There's really nothing wrong with spending a lot of time with yourself and looking inward and being willing to sort of open up and learn. Um, so anyways, that's something that I've really been focused on. I'm sure that you all are as well. It, it is a process. I think that something that my mom's always said, which has totally resonated with me, is that no matter like what age you are, um, how old you are, whatever, at the end of the day, regardless of your religious beliefs or your spirituality, um, our job is to just sort of, like the only relationship that really matters is with you and your creator, whoever you identify that as being, um, but also just with you. And we're just, we're just here to get to know ourselves, really. Every single interaction and relationship that we have is just teaching us something more about ourselves. And how beautiful is that? Because that can be from something super negative. Like you can literally be a phoenix from the ashes and rise up and just be like, wow, this was a very painful and traumatic experience that I had. However, look at how I've come out on the other side and I'm so much better and actually just expressing gratitude for, you know, the people in your life who have hurt you and shown you real pain. Um, that's huge. Uh, you know, the if, if you're not willing to, you know, stand up for yourself and have those kinds of like challenging beliefs and, you know, fight for whatever you need and think that you want in the moment, you will learn the hard way when that person, uh, you know, walks away from your life. And man, it is a tough lesson, but it is, it's something that really helps you in the long run. So 
Anyways, yeah, it's been tough, but I I will say, um, you know, aside from the last couple of days and just feeling really scattered and all over the place, I have had a lot of, a lot of really good come of this. So some things that I wanted to touch on in terms of the negative side would be self-sabotage and I never really saw this as being an issue. However, I really am bad. I'm, I'm really bad for it. <laughs> and that is not part of myself that I want to label as authentic because self-sabotage and doubt and loathing and destruction and all of those, you know, when, when you're feeding the negative sides, the shadow parts of yourself, it's because of past trauma. It's because of things that you really haven't been willing to process. And it's because of hurt and it's because of pain. And those things are really, really, you know what I mean, grounded in, how do I say, like a basic part of yourself. Yes, it can help and, and shape you and, you know, make you stronger and make you better if you're willing to do the work, but if you're not, you're literally just holding space for trauma and negativity. So, oh man, sort of, you know, looking at that and seeing it for what it is. I think that when you've experienced a lot of relationships with friends or family, partners, etc., that have been, you know, ups and, up and down and you get used to sort of riding that wave, I think that when things are going well, you end up doing something or, you know, cutting the cord or distancing yourself or pulling away from somebody because you are so terrified that all of a sudden there's going to be that low point. And so you're like, let me just, you know, gather my stuff and go and just get out of this before I hit that point. You know, you get addicted to the highs or maybe if I'm the one who controls when the low point is, then it'll send us back up to a high moment (laughs) And, you know, I can ride that out again and I can have those feelings and everything will be good and everything will be safe. You know, you're always sort of staying one step ahead of, um, of your feelings because you don't want to feel those things, you know. And uh, I, I know a lot of us do it. We tend to sort of run from feeling those negative things. We don't want to sit in it. It doesn't feel productive. And so we throw ourselves into our work and we throw ourselves into new projects and pleasing other people and doing all of these things that we hope will give us that feeling of joy, happiness, fulfillment, contentment. But, you know, obviously that doesn't really last. So that's that's a big part of it I, I I don't know why um but there is a huge fear there so I, I know something that I've really really had to sort of wrap my head around and something that I've been practicing a lot is uh being open um being open to opportunities being open to love being open to other people accepting and honoring people around you but in that has to include yourself as well sitting around and doing yoga every morning for 15 minutes is not going to fix you (laughs) you know going to therapy every two weeks is not going to fix you nobody is coming to push you to do the work you just have to want to 
Um, so yeah, I, I think probably in the last year and a half, it's been, uh, it's been a lot and something that I was always paying attention to was, uh, like numerology and, uh, sequential numbers. And I know that sounds kind of silly and like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like seeing a shooting star and making a wish, but it's really not because whenever I'm feeling sort of doubt or concern, I I will always end up seeing these numbers that will basically just signify like, yeah, you know, this is your higher self. This is your authentic self communicating with you. It's a message and it's saying, yes, continue this way. You know, if you're not really good at trusting your gut because you've always been receptive of other people around you and their feelings and not wanting to hurt people or whatever you end up uh you know doubting every single decision that you make you feel like you're looking to other people for the answers you can't trust yourself all of those negative things right but when you listen and you're open to getting these messages from your higher and authentic self it is just affirm like confirming like hey yes, do this. Yeah. What you were thinking, here's your confirmation that yes, you're on the right path. Yes, you're doing the right thing. This is the right thing. This is what's best for you. It's okay. And uh, a lot of people in your life are not going to like that. (laughs) And it's something that you'll come to realize, you know, if you've always been a pleaser and you've always put other people's needs first and you've always been there for others, but you don't ask for anything in return, a lot of people out there are, are happy with that dynamic. Like a lot of people want that. They seek it. There's a reason why we're all so different. You know, we fit together like puzzle pieces because, you know, if I'm the kind of person who is a giver, and I'm not saying always, uh, someone who's a taker is going to want to align themselves with you and, and vice versa because that's what makes sense. We're fulfilling these needs that we have through each other. But what I'm saying is take a step back because no matter like how much that can feel right with somebody or you know a friendship whatever it it actually isn't healthy it's not helping you develop yourself it's not helping you reach these higher ways of thinking and feeling like it's just not <laughs> so uh yeah i think something that i've really adopted lately and it just makes me feel absolutely free like when you can just take a super deep breath and you feel it and you're just like yes this is what is right is practicing non-attachment lifestyle and ways of thinking so I think what that means and if I can describe it in like layman terms would be you know whatever will be will be it is what it is um and like I said sort of at the very beginning was having that like Oh, gut-wrenching life lesson of just, hey, you may seek control in life and believe this illusion that you have control and power over this and that. And I'm not talking about manifestation. I'm talking about everything in your life, right? If you seek control, that, uh, that says a lot about who you are. It says a lot about trauma. It says a lot about, you know, your limited views and not trusting and especially not trusting yourself, but if you are willing to practice non-attachment and just, you know, go with the flow, so to speak, it is extremely freeing because you just, you know, you, you don't have disappointment. You don't throw all your eggs into one basket and you just take it 
how it comes. You know, you, you put your best out there, you put your intentions out there, but if things don't happen, so what? You tried. If things don't happen, you know, you, you at least were open to it. <laughs> you know, like if you, you're not happy in your career, you're not happy and you decide to apply for another job because you are so sick of living your life for somebody else and not you, and you're trying to break that cycle, you know, don't feel like that has to work out. Be open to it, but, you know, if, if it doesn't, then it just wasn't what's best for you. So that, gosh, I hope that resonates with you guys, but something else that uh, I've done for quite a long time, uh, something that my mom taught me was, I don't know if you're aware of each month there, like the moon cycle there is a new moon which means there is no moon in the sky it's like a rebirth and each month when you come across that night the energy is so powerful and so extreme in the world it is the best time to sort of get back to what you want and need and and you literally can sit there and write your intentions because the energy is so powerful and it's ready for you and it's accepting of what you what you want to do (laughs) you just have to put it out there you know um and I will say that has really worked for me in the past it's felt super real when I'm just like I've literally you guys like written down in the new moon this was probably back in 2017 where I wanted to move to because I just needed a change I needed to do a 180 and this was going to fix everything and I wrote down an address of where I wanted to move to down to the postal code exactly and a place came up for sale in this building or sorry to rent and i was the first one to see it and i got it and that's just how smoothly things happened you know you can't just write like hey i want to win the lottery (laughs) go buy a lotto ticket and then be free for the rest of your life but if you're really really focused and you listen to yourself and it feels right like instinctively and intuitively you just know and you put it out there and you also do the work um it'll just happen like it can literally be that easy and to me I think when those things do happen it is the most fulfilling moment because you're like I manifested this it was a message it was a feeling I was completely in tune with my authentic self and I felt it and I channeled it, whatever, and it happened. And it's amazing. And I mean, I wish everything in life could be that easy. Um, these things can t- can be a little bit easier, especially when you're thinking of self, right? But when it comes to relationships and friendships, um, finding your authentic self and really being true to that person is, uh, is a easier said than done. <laughs> and like I said... I hope that something that you take away from this is that if you find yourself aligned with, you know, certain people in your life and you can't get away from them and you can't distance yourself and you find yourself drawn to them, it's likely because they are helping you to find and learn about this authentic person, this this version of yourself that is higher than what we are doing physically here on earth, uh, energetically, like uh, all of those things. So it's a process. <laughs> like some people are really going to contribute to that, some are not. Some things that you do are going to completely 
support that and you know push you to grow and whatnot and some things just aren't um so the best thing that i can recommend to you is sit in your pain process what you need to like be aware to take these lessons that people around you have taught you and and drawn attention to and pulled out of you um stop trying to make other people around you happy even though you might get some fulfillment out of it figure out why or like why you do it why it's so important and what feelings you really really you know is it actually contributing to your happiness is it actually doing something positive for you Um, because if you're working to make these other people happy that's not really making you happy (laughs) you can still love and care for someone while still putting yourself first you know so be grateful and express your gratitude to those around you um, who love you and who accept you and support you in this. Be open to receiving the messages to you know, reinforce that you're on the right path and that you're doing the right thing. Uh, follow these signs, obviously. Get to a place of feeling strong intuition. There are a lot of people out there in the world who do this kind of energy work and training to try and teach people how to have stronger intuition. So if you can, um, you know, take a class or just spend some time with self, whether that's doing breathing, meditating, like anything like that, just grounding yourself, um, listening to yourself, I don't know, he- hearing your your feelings, being true to them, and uh, speaking your mind <laughs> to others especially. Be willing to try anything. Uh, we, don't, we don't really know what makes us happy uh, or what we're really good at. That whole like jack of all trades and master of none is very true. Some people are put on this earth and they figure out what their gifts are and what makes them truly happy. They just do you know what I mean it might just come across it or they just instinctively and intuitively know but a lot of us spend our lives trying to figure out what that is and we might be pretty good at a lot of things but we never really find our true calling right (laughs) so anyways I think sort of spending time with yourself to to find that and do the work there might actually open those doors and help you to find that so be willing to try anything and uh and something that I'm still working on to avoid those negative things like self-sabotage, self-doubt, self-loathing, and self-destruction is to stop overworking yourself. You don't need to prove anything to anyone. If you feel like you can't put yourself out there for fear of judgment or not being accepted, then you're not surrounding yourself with the right people, the people who really love you and want what's best for you. You know, you don't need to compare yourself unrealistically to other other people um it's a really stupid thing to do we're all guilty of it however you don't need to work to prove yourself you are a beautiful person you are unique you're wonderful you have so much to offer you just need to tap into that and find out what it is so celebrate what you have um share it with the world but don't do it in a sense of, you know, cutting other people down or trying to, you know, compare yourself apples to apples. It really just doesn't work. Um, but yeah, I know uh, these kinds of big changes and shifts happen for reasons. I know it's a cliche. COVID uh, has been quite an experience for a lot of people. 
we've all had our ups and downs. Uh, you know, it's been rough. However, I think it's really giving us the opportunity and time to do the work on ourselves. It's not going to be a perfect process. Um, and we're still in it, obviously. But if, uh, if you're willing to do the work, things will come together for you. I, I really hope that you know, you're all staying safe and well and feeling happy. Like I said at the beginning, I want to express my gratitude to all of you who have, you know, taught me something, supported me and uh, helped me learn in some way. Uh, I don't think that there's anything better that you can do for someone in life, <laughs> in this life anyways. And, uh, and yeah, you want to be your authentic self, man, what it's like. It's a journey. It's a journey. You don't have a map or a compass. <laughs> There's no path. It's it's whatever you make it to be. And uh, I think it's something that will keep on touching base too. So anyways, I hope that you guys enjoy Halloween. I know this really isn't in line with the spooky season, but my God, <laughs> it's... um. It's a challenging time. So anyways, carve some pumpkins, eat some candy this weekend, watch some scary movies, have fun and laugh, and uh, hopefully it won't be too long before the next episode. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Bye.